我想这是难得的机会啊。我想要求以人来说是很平常的事。I believe it's quite normal for us to have requirements. Because requirements means that we understand we lack. And that is why we require things from others. So, and I believe that in our lifetime, we have requirements from others before. It's just that the way we handle our requirements differs from person to person. And what you receive from others is what you require from others. And today we're going to discuss Today we can discuss what God requires from us. This morning we mentioned that through the encouragement of his father-in-law Jethro, Moses was encouraged and Jethro um, Jethro's suggestion helped Moses and the entire um, people of Israel. And Jethro has even further requirements for Moses. And Moses accepted uh, the, uh, the requests of Jethro. Because Moses agreed to the suggestions of Jethro, uh, this benefited the entire people of Israel. So this is how Jethro has required from Moses. Today, if Moses were a pri was a proud man, and perhaps this requirement will bring much grief to Moses. Because of his pride, Moses may not be able to accept the suggestions from Jethro. And because of his preconcepts, he, was, he would be protecting himself. And had this happened to Moses, then I believe what is required of Moses from Jethro would not carry out. And however, due to the um, humility of Moses, Moses was able to accept his, the suggestions of Jethro and uh, indirectly uh, improve his own health. And also bring much goodness to his entire family. And in addition, 
the entire people of Israel benefited from the suggestion. So we can see that the requirements from Jethro of Moses was of good benefits. On the other hand, had God required of Moses, I believe that this would cause much grief to Moses. Moses went before the Pharaoh, however, it was the Pharaoh who wanted to capture Moses. And Moses yet came before the Pharaoh, so he's indeed asking to be captured. If Moses was not able to accept the requirements of God, perhaps he would have fled. But will God allow Moses to flee? Moses will not be able to escape from God. It's easier for humans to achieve the requirements of God. However, it is harder for humans to satisfy the requirements of God. At the end, Moses gathered his courage and did what God required of him. We can see that from the process of how Moses led the people of Israel, Moses has gone through a lot of difficulties. So Moses had faced up to the requirements of God. And today we're going to study the book of Leviticus to, uh, from the point of the Leviticus to uh, view this event. Let's turn to Leviticus chapter 26. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 3 and verse 4. Three, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, four, then I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. 在这里，神对百姓，也等于说对摩西做要求。And here is a requirement of Moses and also of the people. 神的要求说起来很简单。What God wants was very simple. 主要遵行神的律例。To walk in His statutes. 主要谨守神的诫命。To keep His commandments. 那如果有这么做的话，有什么益处呢？And if you perform them, what good do you get? 神就会降下时雨。God shall give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce. And trees of the field shall yield their fruit. These are the benefits if you could keep the requirements of God. From here we can see Moses had composed a song to praise God. 
The most important reason is to understand the workings of God. And God wanted Moses to tell the people of his love. And so um, God at this point has requirements for Moses and from his people. And it is up to Moses and the people to use their wisdom to accept this requirement of God. And furthermore, to understand the reason behind God's work. And to think about their life. From these verses that were recorded, the focus is for humans to understand where they can improve, to self-examine and to accept what God requires of them. If you can understand God's requirements of his people, then you will be able to uh, feel or experience the love of God for his people. So we see here what God requires of Moses. And also for the people to understand from this requirement what God wants from them. And also a chance for the people to understand that it is their uh, responsibility to understand their obligation to God. If humans are not able to understand that they should self-examine themselves, then they will not understand what duties they owe to God. And they wouldn't understand their responsibility towards God. For example, we humans, we enjoy the sunshine every day. And for example, another example is we enjoy the air every day. Without sunshine and air, we'll be asking ourselves why is it today is there is no light and we have no air to breathe. You may complain that uh, the heavens does not want the humans to live anymore. This is an example of how humans cannot self-reflect. And that humans tend to live uh, carefree uh, with no um, gratitude towards things that are free but necessary to life. So when we think about the uh, requirements of God, you may think that why is God so harsh on us? Because what God requires of you is harsh. If you are able to accept God's requirements from you, 
then we can say that you have succeeded. Because what God requires of you is painful. It will cause you unease. So when you self-reflect and you come to a realization, you will find that indeed God loves me. He has given me a chance to self-reflect. And I will raise two examples here. First, the example is Job. We can say that throughout the life of Job, he was a complete man. Even though Job had felt the completeness of his life, yet in his lifetime, when he was faced with calamities, to Job personally, he would be asking, why would these befall on me? If we were to view this incident from the point of view of God, his requirement of humans, then it is very normal for Job to encounter such calamities. From the book of Job, we understand. We know that the first half of his life was uh, passed uh, in peace and prosperity. And after that, he encountered calamities after calamities. And he had harsh, difficult life. When Job was met with trials, as these trials came upon him, when he accepted the requirements of God, what was his first reaction? Even though for, um, earlier we mentioned that he was a complete man, but what did he say now? Let's turn to Job chapter 3. Job chapter 3, verse 2. Job chapter 3, verse 2. To verse 4. From here we can see. These words spoken by Job. The first thing he did was to complain about his birth. Verse 1 says, Job cursed the day of his birth. From all these records, we can see, Job was suffering in much pain. He was in turmoil. So in his days of pain and turmoil, a complete and perfect man actually opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. 
so we can see indeed God require much from him. It has caused him a lot of pain. So, when we read verse two and three, it means that that kind of thought, it means that he was saying that he might as well not live at all. Ah, even that, everything is irrelevant. He said, "If everything were to be done away, it would be the best." So, from these, we can see. 神对约伯的要求上 ，When God requires of Job， 造成约伯今天身体上极其的痛苦。It caused much physical pain to Job。今天如果我们过得很平安、很平顺的时候 ，Today if we live in peace and prosperity， 我们真的要大大的感恩呐。We should be forever be grateful to God。神特别用那个篱笆把我们围起来。God has I put a fence around us. So that we can enjoy peace and prosperity. Perhaps you can even feel that God has not required anything from us. It is true, God may not have required anything from us. Yet we should still do our responsibility to be grateful. To sing the to sing the praise of God and His Almightiness. This is from our inner being. So this should be a conclusion that we have come to after we have received blessings from God. God has continuously requested and required things from Job. So in Job's chapter nine, Job's chapter nine, Job at last admitted to God. What did he admit? He admitted the almightiness of God. He admitted the power and the authority of God. Let's read Job chapter nine, verse fifteen. In fifteen, here, ah, Job answered his friends. He said, "Although I am righteous, I could not answer him. I would beg mercy of my judge." So Job, ah. 他不回答他朋友的话了。Job could not answer his friends. 他现在只有向神做恳求了。He could only beg mercy from God. 因为神给他要求嘛。Because God has required much from him. 神给他审判嘛。God has judged him. 所以他现在说，只要向那审判我的来恳求。And that is why he said he would beg mercy of his judge. 所以我们可以看出呢，耶伯在这个时候啊。We can see at this moment in time, from the answer of Job, we can say that he has affirmed the almightiness of God. But however, I can also see that Job was unwilling to give such an answer. Because at this time, 那个时候，朋友跟他的对话，跟他的勉励，还没有很直接啊，切近约伯的要害
the, uh, the words of comfort from his friends did not uh, directly point out uh, to the root of the problem. So so we can see that the the response of Job was uh, have been forced to answer in this manner. So in we see from the book of Job that his three friends continuously comforted him. And uh, Job seemed to have accepted these comforts unwillingly. However, he forced himself to accept them. And that's why he was sighing constantly. Let's uh, continue on with Job chapter 10. In chapter 10, verse 18, we can see. Why then have you brought me out of the womb? And no eye has seen me. What he's saying is, if I were not born, then no one would have seen me. So we can say that Job ultimately say these words because of God's requirements from him. He was sighing about his own birth. And because Job was required from God or of God, he constantly struggled. From the comforts of his three friends, we can see that God spoke through them. So and we go to Job chapter 39. From chapter 39 onwards, we see God has used uh, the way he created nature to comfort Job. 在耶伯记的三十九章一节到四节里头，我们可以看出来。From Job chapter thirty-nine, verse one to verse four. 这里头了，神对耶伯的问话。These are questions that God has posed to Mo to Job. 你知道山羊，呃，或者是母鹿它的出生。Says, do you know the time when the wild mountain goats bear the young or the deer gives birth? Do you know the, can you number the months that they fulfill? Of course, the knowledge of Job was limited. This is where God wanted Moses to think. 
Let's continue on with verse 5 to 12. Here are a series of questions that God has continued to ask Job. If you take a look at the wild donkey, or the wild ox, why would they not willing to serve you? Why would they not want to be controlled? And these wild donkey and wild ox, their strength came from God. It is not Job who has given these animals strength. And after these series of questions, Job did not have an answer. So through science, God had wanted Job to think about it. So through the conversation between Job and his friends, uh, Job came to a realization that what God required of him reasonable. Right till Job chapter 42. Let's turn to chapter 42. Chapter 42 verse 5. Here is a very famous verse. 5. I have heard of you by the hearing of the year, but now my eye sees you. Six. Therefore, I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Until the very end, Job admitted that God had indeed required of him. And he admitted that this requirement is to benefit him. And that is why he was able to verbalize these words. I have heard of you by the hearing of the year. That is, I used to hear about God. It only Hearing. Now I have seen you with my own eyes. Today, those of us who have accepted the requirements of God, we should have come to the same conclusion as Job. That we have all been through pain and suffering. We have all been through heartbreaks. We've all wept before. Or we have even lost sleep over it. Because we are all human. And this is how harsh God required of humans. I'll give you another example. And we often mention this who is Paul in the New Testament. Paul has done his very best to serve God. But was he born that way? If we have read the records in the book of Acts, 
then you will have some understanding of God, of, of Paul. You will understand that Paul initially persecuted Christians. In today's term, he was a villain, he was evil. Let's turn to the book of Acts. Chapter 8. Book of Acts, chapter 8. Verse 3. Three, as for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Before Paul converted to Christianity, his original name was Saul. 那个时候的年轻的扫罗呢，非常有权柄。Young Saul had a lot of authority. 那个时候耶路撒冷的教会遭受极大的逼迫。And the church in Jerusalem underwent a period of great persecution. 就到处的基督徒都被抓被关。A lot of Christians were captured and put in prison. 甚至被杀都有。There were even some who were killed. 所以三节才说呢，扫罗残害教会啊。And that is why verse three says that he made havoc of the church. 不但残害教会，还进到个人的家。He not only made havoc of the church, he entered every house. 这是做什么？What did he do there? 去拉着男女，把他下在监里。He was dragging men and women off and committing them to prison. 啊，那我我说，那是不是真的坏透了？So did I say he was a villain? Paul even said that he himself was a chief sinner. At that time, Paul was young and has not yet accepted the requirements of God. He was living a period of high high and mighty in those days. 神就对他要求了。And one day, God did require something from him.这段要求记载在《使徒行传》的九章。And this is recorded in the book of Acts, chapter nine.九章第一节开始就描述到，呃，那个时候啊，扫罗在抓那些信耶稣的人。In chapter nine, verse one, Paul in those days were capturing Christians.所以在第一节就说了。Verse 1 says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, and he went to see the high priest. What did he ask of the high priest? He asked for letters. He asked him for the right to enter into the synagogues of Damascus to capture Christians. He wanted to capture Christians and to bring them, or rather to put them into prison. This is the same as chapter 8, verse 3. However, things took a turn in verse 3. As he journeyed near Damascus, suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. 
And this light shone upon him um, in all directions. And then Saul fell to the ground. And he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I believe these are words of God spoken through the Spirit of Jesus and ask of Saul. So couldn't see who it was. But he did hear a voice saying to him, Why are you persecuting me? Paul may be puzzled. I haven't persecuted anyone. Why would someone ask me this question? And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. So here, Lord Jesus said to Paul, and Jesus said to him, Arise and go into the city. And after you have entered into the city, you will be told what to do. So from this point on, God uh, through the Spirit of Jesus had requirements of Paul. And after uh, accepting the requirements of God, or rather the Lord, uh, so upon hearing the requirements of the Lord, accepted it. And what did he do after? He went to preach the gospel. So from Acts chapter 10, verse 16 onwards, 就是记载扫罗, it recorded that Saul accepted the requirements of God. And then he began his very first sermon. In chapter 10, verse 16, uh, from, uh, uh, after verse 16, we see Paul giving, giving a sermon to, uh, in the public. Uh, to 26, he 
And he also testified that the Lord Jesus is the only true God. That we are to receive his salvation. We see after Paul had accepted the requirements of Jesus, he made all efforts to preach the gospel. So we see what God has required of Paul. Let's continue on with Acts chapter 13, verse 16. And Paul stood up motioning with his hands, said, Men of Israel and you who fear God, listen. And so this is Paul uh, recounting um, the days of ancient times uh, after he was chosen by God. If today uh, the Lord, uh, the true God has not required from Paul, I believe that none of us have this uh, um, gospel of salvation to receive. And because of God's requirements of Paul, we see Paul had made all efforts to preach the gospel to Gentiles. Let's continue with the book of Acts. Chapter 16. Verse 40 of chapter 16. And you should be cautious lest the things mentioned in these scriptures of the prophets would befall upon you. Uh, and Paul was to to instruct the church regarding Jesus Christ. There were a lot of members in those days who have kept the Mosaic laws. And that is why Paul had continuously testified to them. Let's turn back to Acts chapter 13, verse 48. 48. 外邦人听见这个话，就欢喜了，赞美神的道，还预定得永生的人都信了四十九节。于是主的道传遍了那一带的地方。Forty-eight. Now, when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. Forty-nine. And the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region. 这些使徒跟着传福音之后，And we see after Paul had accepted the word of the Lord and began to preach the gospel，蒙受主对他的要求。
he had accepted what the Lord Jesus had required of him. He did his utmost best, and sometimes, even uh, at the risk of sacrificing his life, he preached the word out. So here, this is what we see of God that uh, who has required his servants uh, to do his work. And today, if we were able to carry out what God requires of us, and first is that we are worthy of this requirement that God has of us. And second, that we should be able to uh, uh, to carry this burden that God has required of us. And third, to enjoy the grace that God is giving us, we are worthy to uh, take on this requirement of God. So Therefore, today, uh, to simply put it, we should be grateful to God. Today, no matter what point of view you are holding, or whatever work that you are doing, are you in the position to require of others, or are you in the position to accept the requirements of God? This is where we should be careful. Do not let us think that we are good, therefore we can do whatever we want. In fact, this is not good at all. And just like this morning, we mentioned that Moses, by his lonesome self, stood before the congregation to judge the people, and he thought it was good. However, when Jethro came along, he said, Moses, what you're doing is wrong. And so this is where we should be careful, especially when we're doing the work of the church. If you have done well, God will bless you. If you have not done well, then God will settle his accounts with you. Because we are the church of salvation. We have to do well in order to benefit others and to glorify God. God has requirements from us that we should be doing better and better. So through our studies, we have come to understand that God indeed loves us. If God does not detest us, then what do we detest? This is where we should be extremely careful. This is where the true church differs from other Christian churches. We have the Holy Spirit of God. We have to be extremely careful and cautious because the Holy Spirit is watching over us. So, 
没有益处的。If God's requirement of us, we did not come to, we did not understand it, and we have done wrong, then it is of no benefit to us. 但是呢，话说回来，因着神爱我们。Yet on the other hand, because God loves us, 他对我们要求，给我们管教。He will require of us, and he will discipline us. 是因着神的爱啊。And he has done all this because he loves us. 所以在希伯来书十二章啊五节以后啊。Therefore, in the book of Hebrews, chapter twelve, verse five onwards, 都提到神对我们要求的那种管教。That God has also asked us to be disciplined. 那十二章的第九节以后啊。And from verse nine onwards, 你接受神的管教的结果。The results of us accepting disciplinary actions from God. 今天我们站在圣经的啊道理上面呢。Today, from the point of view of the truth of God. 也借着神给我们的圣灵作为我们的一种见证啊。And with the Holy Spirit as uh who testifies for us。所以我们都啊要很谨慎、很小心啊。We have to be extremely careful and cautious。因为我们都共同携手走这条天国道路的。Because we have to travel together on this path and journey of salvation。有一天接受神对我们的审判。One day we all have to accept。The judgment of God. 到那个时候，神对我们要求全部摊开来。At that moment, God's requirements of us will be placed right before us. 这是我们要特别小心的地方。So this is where we we should be extremely careful. 唱诗。Let us sing hymn. 一百六十六首。Number one, one hundred and sixty-six. 